Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to uh, what we're calling season two of the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. Question for Jarrett. Who's that? Um, actually, no, it's for yeah for Jarrett, and then James, will, I got one for you too. Oh. Jarrett, how do you feel about the Celtics so far? Where do you think they can go? And give me some moves for the future. Um, that's a loaded question. I did have myself marked down here. I also wanted to note that in the last uh, episode that we did in season one, which I did re-listen to before this, mm-hmm. we were complaining about the um, the foul epidemic of the NBA. And for what it's worth, it's actually been uh, relatively fixed in a lot of yeah. ways. They Safe. stopped those stupid offensive fouls with the the shooting and like the jumping into the foul. Yeah, jumping oh. into the foul. It's so it's so much better. And honestly, I get like enormous gratification seeing like James Harden and Trey Young do that and knock at the call. Mm-hmm. I just want to like go out there and hug the refs for once. Right. Mostly with heart like and I I'm not a Harden hater. I like James Harden. Um but like they just like sometimes like the like the Bleacher Report account will still do it, and it's like James Harden in the first half with the fl- the fire emoji, and it's like he's got thirty nine points, and it's like nine for ten from the free throw line. I'm like that is not exciting. No yeah. one wants to see ten free throw attempts in the first half by one player. Like that's yeah. like I, I mean it's, it's it's a skill. I like that. I will never knock that. Like there is like Tatum starting to like kind of realize it. Like there's a and J, like Jalen's always been kind of decent at it. Like. Getting yourself to the line if you need to, but like to the point where the guys had their arms like there were pictures of guys with their arms behind their back guarding James Harden because like the second your hand was loose he was like wrapping it around his arm and like yeah. throwing himself to the side. Yeah, um, it it is a difficult line to walk, and I think they're doing a good job with it because, mm-hmm. like you said, Harden still gets foul calls and he's still getting the line, but right. it's just it's just less egregious. But on the Celtics, um. I think they're better. The beginning of the season was atrocious. They started the mm-hmm. season and they just sucked. Um, mm-hmm. They look better now. It's it's difficult because Tatum is obviously a superstar and he's grown into his own. And I think now he's facing the real next step of when you become a superstar that most superstars don't get past, which is, okay, now I know I'm one of the best 25 players in the league. Mm-hmm. How do I now use that to win games which sounds stupid but in basketball it's really harder than it seems and i think that he's doing a good job i can't help it every time i watch the 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 celtics think that they need to trade marcus smart i I was the biggest marcus smart like like defender and lover for the past Mm -hmm. like five years he's one of the greatest celtics honestly like of all time like i know it's it's ridiculous to say but like for modern day celtics there hasn't been a lot and he's absolutely one of those ones that is a fan favorite you know, legendary hustle and effort and great playoff moments and all this great stuff. But the reality is, for some reason, he thinks that, like, the big three in Boston is him, Tatum, and Brown. 
and it's just not yeah. it, it it can't be he's not a good offensive player Mm-mm. and he can make shots sometimes he's a very good I want to say he's a very good defensive player the reality yeah. is he's actually not that great of an on-ball defender anymore right. if you actually watch the games he's an amazing hustle player he's the best defender at an inbounds pass in the league and that mm-hmm. is in the last two minutes of a game like the number of times he's made an unbelievable game-changing turnover right. when everybody knows that he's going for the steal. I mean, it, it's, it's incredibly valuable, but the reality is when you're playing an 82 game season, it's good when that guy's like your fifth or sixth guy, when he's your third guy, it's a problem. Right. So in terms of what moves they can make, I don't know how much value he has like in the trade market. I think he still does have some and he has a good contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he's had another deals. Is it this year? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, I th- I think it was recently extended. Oh, was it? Okay. I, I, I would have to I, – I can look and check that. But, but yeah, I mean, like, I think the core issue is still that Tatum and Brown are really good but haven't figured out how to play together, which is not, you know, crazy for two wings. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Schroeder is the, – the Bill Simmons podcast I listen to, they always call him a trick-or-treat point guard. Because which is accurate because some nights he's like a 30 points and he's like, you know, making the game winning shot and he's awesome. And then other nights it's like, oh, man, Dennis Schroeder sucks. Like he's getting cooked and he's yeah. not doing anything and he's taking bad shots. So, I mean, I had heard a point um, about Schroeder where it was like, he's great, but you can't depend on him to be shooting threes like it, it, he's not that guy. He, um. No. And I think this, I mean, I don't, I don't watch nearly as many games as like even an average Celtics fan would watch. Um, but like I do, I have like read some articles where they say like the Celtics problem is the three ball and like being able to kick it out because they're kicked, like, they kick it out great, but it's the guy that, that that's on the perimeter that's getting passed to that. It's like, it's, he's like a, you it's, know, it's 30% three it's point. It's Grant shooter. Williams who right. has gotten so much better at shooting threes, but it, the thing that kills me, and I've yeah, that's, hey, about that's, this that's a 30, was it 30, 40, <laughs> no, he's, 50, 40, 30. Uh, I forget what it is. Sorry. 50, 40, 90, <laughs> 50, 40, 90, uh, Grant Williams to you, but it, he's done much better this year, but like, yeah, I don't know. And I always say this, like they're playing Josh Richardson right now, mm-hmm. which I don't understand at all. Like he is not a great shooter. He's not great at getting to the rim. Like I, I, I he can kind of defend, I guess. Why yeah. isn't Neesmith playing? We drafted him 14 overall. He was the best shooter in his draft. Mm-hmm. Like I know that he's young and has to like figure it out, but like that's the point of these rookies is for like them to be young and figure it out and then play afterwards. I, like that's, that's how development I thought, works. I thought part of the point of elevating Brad Stevens to president of basketball operations and bringing in Ime was because like Stevens wasn't a rookies guy. And I thought the point was to kind of bring in a coach who would like play the rookies more. I think Ime has been terrible, honestly. Really? I, I, I think he's done a really poor, and, and I liked him a lot at the start. Like I mm-hmm. loved the idea of like a younger guy who was like on the Olympic team. I could relate with these guys more. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems like it has not had a positive effect whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. The same issues started right at the beginning of the season, like just like they happened last year. The the ball movement sticking, like guys not passing the ball at the beginning. Um, the, like I said, the, the knee Smith thing doesn't make sense. They were using Pritchard in weird ways at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been so much like off the court 
like not turmoil, but like, you know, Marcus, when he had that like press conference where he was like, you know, we need to pass the ball more like Mm -hmm. after like, you know, Tatum had like, like more than five assists and, you know, for one of the game winning shots, he passed it to Marcus who missed a three to like tie the game. And, and, and like Tatum's been getting grilled by the media and it, and it's weird. Like Brad Stevens spoke out and had more of a quote defending like the report saying that Jason Tatum was selfish. Then mm-hmm. Ime Udoka did. He's a fucking head coach. Right. And then you look at him on the sidelines and this kills me the most. Like you're like this giant intimidating dude. I don't know if he's like soft spoken or what, but like, like you're a coach, like yell at the refs, like yell right. at the, he's like the guy, it's like the same thing with Brad. Like they're on the sidelines and they're way too like distinguished and like, right. like, you know, well-maintained. It's like, you're a coach. Like when someone makes a bad call, you can't just be like, right. What the heck, sir? This is ridiculous. Like you need to, right. it's like, we laugh at like these crazy coaches that are like, you're fucking bullshit. That's freaking, mm-hmm. but like, you know what? Those guys get calls like in yeah. big games. Like it that's also like, f- one of the only things they can affect. And I think that like, kind of like they're on our side thing kind of fires up the players too. When it's like, they see their coach getting into it and stuff in, in important moments. Yeah. Um, You know, like, Surprise, like random point is a coach who's pretty good at that is Teron Lu. <laughs> um, I think he deserves more respect than he gets. Um, it's changed a little bit. He's a yeah. great like X's and O's coach, and like mm-hmm. he does not get enough credit for that. Like in some of those, really in the in the in the Cavs Warriors series, mm-hmm. those finals, like the Warriors were the best offensive team of all oh. time, and he did things coaching wise Mm. that really made it possible for them to win a finals that was kind of impossible. And and he's done similar things with the Clippers too, at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they've, they've been great. If only like if, if Kawhi could stay healthy for the playoffs, like they'll still be in the running. Um, Yeah. Well, he's, I think he's out for the, is it the rest of the season? season? He got the the operation on his knee. Yeah, they said he like might be back for the playoffs, but you know, knowing Kawhi, I don't feel very good about that at all. Yeah. So Jimbo, what's good with you, buddy? Eh. All right. Anyways, back all right, to that'll sports. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was you said? You had a question for me, Ethan? I do actually. So it's been about six months since our last recording. Um, Is this about Pokemon? No, but that's a great point. I have a Pokemon um, point later. All right. Do you really? No, you don't. I do. Oh, I forget. Um, You've been into it now. That's right. So, James. So, any uh, any music that you've been interested in? Um, I you know I've texted you here and there about things you're you've been looking at. Um, yeah. You haven't you haven't been doing a lot of your own stuff recently, but I'm I'm still interested in. And you're always putting together playlists, and we get in the car, and you're like, "Oh, listen to this guy," and I'm like. Who the fuck is this? And he'll be like, "Yeah, it's my Who's boy's boss boy. baby remix." Yeah, he'll be like, "Oh, it's my boy's boy from like you know the Brooklyn area." I'm like, "All right, but like this is amazing. Can you like <laughs> give me the give me this man's name? Uh, any anything that you've been like super into recently? Any style like styles of uh, music that you've been into?" Uh, I'm trying to think. Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to like leave this with a bunch of dead air. Let me look at what. A- oh yeah. Cause he's like, uh, he's one of those, James is one of those people, like the few people in the right. world that still has like a 3000 song at, like iTunes list. <laughs> like, I, like they banned everybody else in the world from it. But James somehow still like kept that long ass list of music that you can have. Um, imagine like there's just nights where I, not even nights, but just like weeks where I sit here and try to finish all my songs just to <laughs> replay them all. 
No, and honestly, like I don't I don't follow new music to mm-hmm. be like douchey. I really just like random stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, because I've had like a weird change yeah. in, in like interest. So I'm I'm interested in yours. It's tough. I haven't really been on I, I've been I guess I've been listening to just like a lot of I don't know, like Afrobeat or like Caribbean R and B kind of music. I yeah. haven't really I haven't really been following rap recently, mm-hmm. to be honest. I I have like a couple of songs. I have a few uh like Dominican songs. That, that okay. Just I, I have to be in certain moods for those though, because they like. What they're style like, though? Is it like like club music or is it? Uh, it's like just like that guitar and stuff or what? No, it's like it's like that. Just like that really loud. Like, yeah, yeah. Disc like discotheque music. Yeah. I wish um, I wish there was like good rock songs. It's not like any good rock artist. Maybe there is, and I just don't know. But no, I. I was I'm like into metal and rock and I mean there's like obviously like some more like low key. You should it's send all, him. You should send him because I don't know who to look for for like that. I could. I don't either. Like I look like I honestly do. If it's weird, like if you look at the top charts for every genre, you get new music. If you look at the top charts for rock and metal, it's fucking like Metallica from the eighties right. and like yeah, they, they, it's still the same. Like it's weird and. And, and, and there's like, no music coming out in those genres, obviously. It's not like Yeah. There's, there's like like Avenged Sevenfold is not even new. Like they're old by this point, but they were like new like 10 years ago. And I, there, there's like a couple, like I used to listen to like the Octane radio on Sirius, like the channel mm-hmm. 37. And oh. they would have some good newer stuff, but it's not a lot. And it's and it's just a weird genre that for some reason doesn't get as much like popularity for some reason i think there's like a craving for it i just don't know if this the, the, the supply meets the demand it's probably Wait. a lot of like low-key sorry james and me direct you no you go what you're gonna say it's a bunch of low, i'll go after it's probably it. a lot of like not soundcloud but like um like traveling bands like the dude, like con- like yeah concert venue like small concert venues and stuff like that that yeah. like you kind of like it's like because that's like a still still big culture where it's like you still buy the cd like at the yeah uh at the concert and stuff um, cause I, I, I do know a couple people that I met through like the discord that are like rock fans, but it's like bands that I like would have never in my life heard of. Um, unless you followed it. Right. No, I was just uh, going to say like, what, what do you think is the last maybe year, a few years where there was still like a few rock bands that everybody listened to? Would you say like green day, like that kind of time span? And do you think there was still rock the bands? early 2000s? Was was that kind of like the end of it? You think? I think that's back when pop was when rap was. I mean, rap, Jesus. When rock was <laughs> the popular genre, because kind of shortly after that, I feel like young kids were like listening to rap music. You know, when they yeah, were like yeah, growing yeah. up, instead of rock music, like people in the nineties and early two thousands were. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because it was like a different level of like cultural revolution too. Like yeah. Like where in like the '90s, a lot of like grunge rap came along, and it was like it kind of coincided with like like drug use and like the AIDS epidemic. Like, like where like in the early 2000s, there was a shift. Like no, like th- those things like kind of like that culture kind of changed. Um, where it's somehow kind of remained, but Jared, like your style of like the your like the fa- like the style of rap that you like has kind of taken over. Oh, um, yeah. a lot of like That's... melodic, like. Yeah. Like the, like the the Juice World kind of like thug like thug kind of music is kind of like melodic trap rap, right? Um, like dr- like it was like drill when we were in like high school, like Chicago trap drill when we were in high school. When um, like it all kind of started, and then we got to college, and yeah, it went it went towards more like melodic, uh, oh. trap style. 
Yeah. Um, is there any is there any favorite albums that you guys had the past few months? The past few like projects, months. like a full project that you kind of like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still listening to uh, Lil Nas X's most recent album, Montero. Oh yeah, keep, I yeah. fucking loved that album <laughs> so Spears. much. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I yeah, there were some re- good songs on that. I like the uh, "Sun Goes Down" is like just "Sun Goes Down" is really good. Great song. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's a really really good song. He's, no, he's good. He's, he's What's got the some other good, one? Good There's ones. one other one that I was like a really big fan of. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, I'm really bad with albums. Oh, Tale, like... Tales of Dominica. I like that one like a lot. Who's that? Um, no, that's the, like the other song off of Montero. Oh, song. Oh. Um, Polo G has a new album out, the uh, the Hall of Fame 2.0 one. Is it a 35 song album? Well, it was a, it like an album or is it a deluxe? It was, yeah, it's a deluxe. It was a 20 oh. song original album and then the deluxe came out, which was also pretty good, but... um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Polo G a lot. Polo G is like a good like staple of that melodic trap rap where it's like good, like he's got the ability to rap well and like have good bars, but also like really can sing and like do the melody and and have like not afraid to have songs with like, you know, instead of like, you know, hard like in your face beats, it's like a like a laid back, softer, like mm-hmm. reflective kind of beat, introspective kind of beat. I also um, like, like his I like oh sorry, James. I was gonna say, did you like his beat it cover? That was just like a quick question. Have you seen that? The, yes, that it's intense. the lead of it's the lead of the deluxe. So that's like when we're all on the fence. We're like, so I do like that song, but like yeah. that's not like my one of my favorite Polo G songs by any means. But I'm glad that he like I like Polo G because he's willing to like go out on a limb a little bit more than like the little babies and mm-hmm. a lot of the popular like yeah. trap rappers really yeah. stick to their like stick to their guns. No pun intended. And yeah. I like that because. Honestly, like like the way that I like music, I don't mind if all your music sounds somewhat the same. Like if it's mm. different enough where it's like a unique project, mm. like Little Baby, you know, he makes different music. Obviously, it's not like he's reusing beats, but like he's got his thing that he does. He's not going to stray yeah. from it too far and, and it's going to be what it is. Polo G will like, kind of like mix it up and do some weird shit like that. That uh, Michael Jackson remix is <laughs> yeah. kind of weird. I like it. Mm-hmm. The music video is funny, too, honestly. I like that I haven't he's, seen like- the video. He's oh, super self-aware it. too. Like people will tweet at him, be like, "Bro, you use the same beat on every song." He's like, "But y'all like it," like, <laughs> which is like, uh, apology on Twitter, which is very funny to me. And anyone who's like super self-aware of that, I, like. I, I don't think that that's true. No, I don't think so either. But like anyone who's like willing to laugh at them, like to like go with the joke on things like that, I appreciate yeah. very much. But um yeah, so that was like kind of what I was listening to, and like still uh, like uh, emotional oranges, which is just kind of oh, yeah. Did like, you ever get the concert tickets for that? Whatever happened. Yeah, they that. sold out before I could get them. Um, they came to emotional came to... oranges. Yeah, you ever yeah. yeah. Remember, remember that orange guy from YouTube, the one that would have like the talking face on it. No, <laughs> that's not annoying. <laughs> no, that's annoying orange. <laughs> <laughs> You know that was Norm McDonald's favorite YouTube account. Was it really? Orange. Also, Wait, rest in peace to Norm McDonald. I, know. I, I I've been I I've been watching a lot. Of, not not recently, but like right after he died, I spent like a month just watching his old stuff. His stuff mm-hmm. on um on like Letterman and Conan is just so funny. He when when he went on Conan, and like when Conan lost his show to Jay Leno, which was. A wildly dramatic thing, right? Right, and, like a major moment in his life in the media, yes. <laughs> like. And so he goes on, and he's like, oh, "I got you a gift basket," 
like, oh, like you got me a gift basket for this trying time. And he's like, no, no, I got it for you a while ago. I forgot to give it to you. And it's like, and he literally, so this is like one of Conan's last shows. And he's like, oh, I'm the tonight, the tonight show. Yes. Like- yes. And he's like, oh, I got you a card. Can I read it? And it's like, uh, dear Conan, congratulations on being named the host of the Tonight Show. And it's like, so it's not a bad. Im- it's like it's not a bad impression. Yeah, like he pa- like he pauses. The clouds let rather. He's like, no one can take it away from you. That is something that they can never take away from you. Is that something he knew that was gonna happen? Or? No, I mean, not, just, not him. I mean, not Norm. Did Norm know that he was? He just went on the show and decided no, it, it to be was, a jerk. Like, <laughs> at that, no, at that point, it was like public knowledge that he had a falling out with CBS and that Jay Leno was going to replace him because he wasn't getting good ratings. <laughs> but instead of going on and kissing his ass like everybody oh, else yeah. would, so that was he went on. He went on and gave him a fake card congratulating him for getting the job that he was about to lose. That's so fucking funny, and nobody would do that. And only yeah. Coden was like, "This is." amazing he was pissing like- himself laughing it, 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 honestly it's such a good clip it like makes me so happy to go back and listen to were you a big norm mcdonald fan i, I only uh, really knew some of his stuff or so did you mac, get into it after mac showed me him a oh, while ago. mac was a big norm mcdonald fan of course he's always mac always ahead of bill, everything mac was a bill burr fan like 12 years ago <laughs> like- like, I, I always say mac liked macklemore like he showed me the song. I, I I never forgot this because it's just so Mac. It's crazy. Who's his birthday it was two days ago, but um. Oh shit. He he, he showed me the thrift shop song by Macklemore like three weeks before it became the most popular song in the country. Oh like gosh, it was yeah. such <laughs> a trend and craze before like like TikTok or anything like that. I hate that. And, like, album three weeks so before. Much. Three weeks before he was like, oh, this is kind of a good song that I found. And we were like, oh, this is kind of good. And then it I got remember, popular. He was like, yeah, fuck that. I remember he was listening to like Joey Badass before Waves came out. And like, and what's his name? Oh, no. Nah, what was his name? The guy that passed in that group. Um, oh, um, Capital Steez. Oh, Cap Steez. That's yeah. Matt's favorite, favorite, yeah. favorite yeah. rapper. Actually, that's his like profile picture in the uh, like the little 47 thing. Yep. And yep. Literally every league that we're in, someone's like, "Oh, that kind of looks like a swastika," and he's always like, "No, it's, <laughs> it's not. like no, no, no." no. <laughs> it's, it's it's so perfect. Jarrett, you told us that you had a Pokemon take, and I am wildly interested in that. Oh yeah, well, well, now that now that Kenny Bucks is behind me, what's up, Kenny I can, Bucks? I can talk to she. she just she just asked such an aggressive eye. So just, it, believe it or not, my Pokemon story that I'm going to tell about Kendra is actually not related to the fact that she just went during the podcast down to our local park to go Pokemon Go hunting. Oh, hell yeah. Which I still respect. But um, mm-hmm. so it might I, I don't know if you guys I think you guys know, like my dad was into the like the, the sports cards trading. Yeah. You know, the breaks and stuff like, you know, you can like get involved in them and like they're worth money. And it's like a big thing that like boomed during COVID. So I don't really know. I don't remember how it started, but Kendra got into Pokemon cards. And is that TikTok, the TikTok account, right? Like the. Yeah. So she follows this guy Dizzy on TikTok and he does Mm -hmm. the breaks where he'll get these cool packs. People, you, so people buy them on like the Discord or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he breaks them and says who the cards are for. And you see what they're pulling. And it's cool because it like encourages you to get involved and buy some packs mm-hmm. so but we've also been like going around so we started getting them and like nice. you know trying to trying to get some cards and stuff and i gotta say like it really it's like just gambling realistically 
because you know the packs the packs whatever like you get them at walmart like for like regular price like they're not like marked up or anything but you get them at walmart it's like five bucks for a pack you can get like a box that has like eight packs for like 40 bucks Mm -hmm. and like we'll get those and it's fun because like like you break them in a certain way that you like you put like four to the front and like then you like you pull all the cards and like there's hit cards in every pack Mm -hmm. and every pack has like a reverse hollow you know whatever it is that's the second to last but the last card is like a hit card where it's Mm -hmm. either just nothing like it's just a regular card Mm -hmm. or it can be like a hollow card where the inside art is hollow or it can be like one of those friggin' crazy hits that's like glossed over gold covered the the pokemon Mm. is the full card and like yeah yeah the pokemon's a full card and the pokemon's like made of rainbows it's Dude, it's wow. honestly like kind of it's, it's, so like, it's cool. really awesome, and I'm it's really like glad. I'm glad that Kendra's doing it because she's someone that's financing it, and I just get to enjoy all like the <laughs> serotonin from the breaks. But it's like cool. Like today, she got a pack, and so she got. And the other thing that's cool about these guys is that like the the break people is that so she'll buy. She bought some packs. Like she bought like four packs, and she mm. didn't get any hits. So the guy that's on the TikTok is like, "Oh, like we'll make it up to you," and they just gave her like a bunch of like friggin' hit cards See, that like people are so cool. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a very cool community thing, and like she got she bought cards from this one like retailer mm-hmm. that, and I forget why. I think she had some sort of issue with the shipping, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, because of that, like I'll send you some free packs." So we just got like five no packs. Yeah, we got five packs, and like it's just like a fun little thing. Like you sit down, yeah. like we weigh them, so like we see like if one weighs heavier, so we open it last. It's, Ooh, it's a I good like time. That. It's it's fun. That's smart. Honestly. I uh. Not to change this from Pokemon real quick, but real quick, same kind of idea is, <laughs> so I bought, James pressured me into buying 2K about a month ago. We don't even, you don't even play um, it again. I play it like every day. It's yeah, getting really well. bad. Um, no, but I'm saying like, well, we gotta play. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't play like my player. I play my team. Oh yeah, you told me, you told me, you told me. Every day. And oh, the like, card one, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like uh, ultimate team kind of thing. But I virtual just, <laughs> cards though, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I like yeah. buy them, like, but now you can like grade them and stuff. To like but it's like for more experience points or whatever um but like i kind of get like the same like i i pulled a a pink diamond 95 overall tracy mcgrady and i was like let's fucking i was oh, like jumping man. around Dude, and I, I pulled so and then i fun to use i bought it like a it was like an end of the season pack which had like all like the you know this different you have a chance from getting all like the major packs that they they had before and I got like the signature series LeBron in Miami with his signature on it. And it's, but like I had a LeBron, but I needed a LeBron that could shoot. Like I had now LeBron who's like got like a, you know, a F in fucking three point shooting and yeah. I need three point shooters. So like, but I ended up with a Miami one who's got like a B plus. And then I've got like Kyle, a diamond Kyle Lowry. And like I pulled a diamond Giannis, which is unbelievable yeah the diamonds um, are cool but like so ba- so back to pokemon um i so i went to toy vault the other day because i was like i i, I do this thing on the weekend sometimes where i'll like go to get a coffee but i'll be driving and i'm like ah, i'll go get I'll, I'll go wash my car so i get a car wash and then like i was like driving around i was like ah, i'll go to the mall i'm kind of bored so i like wa- ended up walking around the mall i went to toy vault the coolest I love place. Walking around the mall. I I I want to circle back to that because I love yes. walking around the mall. It's my favorite. I go to. I stop at like all the. I do all the nerd stores. So I do like you know Newberry Comics and then I of course hit Toy Victoria's Vault and GameStop. Secret. Victoria's Secret to see the boobs. And huge then, like, question: Do you get a snack? So, 
I usually and get this. Sometimes I get this. I get this time. I got the snack before. And before you get to the mall, because what? I was already at Dunkin'. Oh, well, I, okay. Well, that oh, that that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I just have to say, Emerald, Emerald right? Yeah. yeah. I have to say, there is nothing better to me than I want you to get back to your story. No, no. There's nothing. There's nothing better to me than like going around the mall, walking around, buying nothing, but like looking and considering mm-hmm. a bunch of things in in the middle of your trip, walking by that Auntie Anne's pretzel shack and saying, you know what? I do deserve a cup of mini pretzel bites. Yeah. You're right. And you know what? Give me that strawberry lemonade, a small one, because I'm mm-hmm. reasonable, but give me it. Yeah. I, so yeah, same. Yes. I, I walked around for two and a half hours and bought nothing. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel so bad for all the stores that I went in and out of that are probably struggling. But like, I was like, eh, "Can I help with anything? Up, are you st- like, are you stealing? Ah, are, are, are you stealing? I have no, my I'm big stealing. Oh, I have my big coat on. They probably thought I was stealing. <laughs> well, um, you know what? We talked about stealing like the last episode <laughs> we recorded. We may as well get back to it. Have you um have have you ever rode those um those little kids? <laughs> Animals, yeah. I've yeah. never seen them until I swear to God. They're only there. I, they're only there. I, think. I just know they're at my mall, at no. the one in Marlboro. Yes, no I swear to God, they the little like like animal motorcycle thing. <laughs> it's so crazy because like I, I don't think I was in Rhode Island when Emerald Square had those because oh, like, yeah. they just ride them in the middle of the mall. Like there's a track in the middle of the mall. There's like little footprints, and I'm like, yeah. what are these footprints? And I'm fucking wizard by me. No, I'm not even. I'm not following. I'm not following him. No, but like I'm like walking out. I'm like, oh, I wonder what these paw prints are for. And two friggin' sixty mile an hour foils. Like, see a pussy? I'm like, oh my god. What's cool is that the the animal one is like right across from uh, Auntie Anne's. Yeah. Like I remember the, the one time I shit you not the one time I did it. Um, I got Auntie. I was with somebody, but I I got Auntie Anne's, and uh, I was like riding it. Cause they, they like limit the speed on the one in, in Emerald, which is really stupid. I think it's the stupidest. She's like, thing this is bullshit. I'm, like, I'm not getting my I, fifty cents worth. I'm, I'm like, if you ever go on the reviews for Emerald on like Google or something, I'm like the person that doesn't have like a picture or anything that you're constantly <laughs> just These rides stink. with. Stink. Yeah. Let me but, like, ride I just had, fast. I had like James is going with his here. like the the pilot leather hat on and the gloves. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm not getting the same G-force I was getting at, at Providence Place. This is bullshit. They're like, they're like, sir, you, you, you've been on this ten times already. We have to let one of the kids go. I'm like, no. Yo, I put a fifty in that drawer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, so I went to Toy Vault. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't like, like Toy Vault. I, I love it because it's all just like retro. It's like new and retro stuff. Nah. And, um, but they have like a shelf of just like old baseball card packs that you can buy. Oh yeah. 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 And like, I was like, I, I wanted to text you Jared and just be like, I'm going to buy, I, I, I had to pull myself out of this store. Cause I was like, I'm going to buy everything in here. But I, and they also have like the, the big Pokemon tins, like the, you know, the new ones. Yep. Uh, the, oh, the, I've the, seen them. Uh, shiny Charizard that's like the uh, Gigantamax one that's like you know that card sells for like $600 yeah and they have the boxes um, too like the boxes that have like mm-hmm. the shiny cards you're featured yeah they had like the um, Shiny Fates one which is like yep. the big one that like that was like resale value people were selling it for like 300 bucks yeah can um, relates to Shining Fates 
I was gonna buy it. And I was like, ah, it's like ninety bucks right now. I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to. Well, do that's it. the thing about Toy Vault is that you can find everything there, mm-hmm. but their prices aren't like we don't really buy Pokemon cards there because right. like if you go to Walmart, which you when you go to Walmart you have to go like when they like restock and like if you mm-hmm. go on, like on like a Wednesday you're probably not gonna find them, but right. like if you go to Walmart like you get these cards for like fifty percent less than these retailers sell them for. It's kind of stupid. Right. Yeah. Um. So. Actually, in the absence of the podcast, speaking of Pokemon, Jarrett and Kendra purchased a Nintendo Switch on the recommendation from James and I um, after maybe one or two glasses of wine. Um, which means Kendra purchased the Switch, which is what happened. Mm-hmm. Have and you got any new games? Jarrett was in the action. other room, and uh, I was telling Kendra, do it. Just, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Kendra <laughs> texted me. She's like, yeah, we bought one. I'm like, oh, go. <laughs> Um, and and that they, moment, Ethan became one of the dealership salesmen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I made. Except I made zero commission. And like had the, nothing to you do hear with the grocery it. store music playing in the background. You're like, oh, we are here. <laughs> I, I, she looks away. I'm in a blue button, uh, but, uh polo shirt. She's and, like uh, using your switch. Like, how does? It, she's like using your switch. You're like, how does it feel? Right? Like, doesn't it feel like yeah, that belongs to I, you? It's like I a part slap of the. Yeah, I slap the box. I'm like, this bad boy will go for miles. Yeah, you want that Nintendo Switch service agreement, right? 15 bucks a month extra. That's not much. Chrome underspray. It fixes it. Doesn't get <laughs> wet down there. Uh, but, like, so so you guys got Pokemon. Pokemon she- uh, Shield? Do we have Sword or Shield? Sweeled. Sword. Sword. Okay, so Sword. Sweeled. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in your opinion of the newer style. It's fantastic. It, okay. it is really, is really, really oh. good. Um, I so my Pokemon history was basically I played the first four generations. Diamond was probably my favorite. I had a really great time, mm-hmm. but I played, albeit on an emulator, because I didn't get the 3DS or anything after that because I was just kind of too old at that point. But I didn't. I, I played black and white on an emulator, and it just didn't like some the the, the way that it worked didn't really quite get me the same as the other ones did. Um, so we mm-hmm. got this and it's just it, the, the 3dness of it, like the open right. landscape facet, the ability to like, just not run into wild Pokemon. Oh. Um, I thought the storyline was pretty good actually. Like, yeah. like, even though it's like a little weird and different, they actually did a good job with it. Um, I love the fact that there's like expansion packs. Like we got the, mm-hmm. the, whatever it is, like the crown tundra and something else like so mm-hmm. even when the game's mm-hmm. over you have like two more regions to to go right. screw around and, and it, it, it's awesome like like the we, we we've been doing the uh the little thing that you showed us the little chip that you stick in there and it mm-hmm. automates your little shiny Switch loops up. yeah it's that's really cool but um i have to say like now i'm itching for the next one like the, uh, yeah. the diamond and pearl remakes i'm ready for that are you getting that one so i, I want to but kendra won't let me because she's like i gotta finish the pokedex first i'm like why do you have to be such a completionist oh. <laughs> I, this, this I, I didn't complete the all three pokedexes i must say there's there's a solution to that though and that's that's buying two more switches <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I definitely will get the new game though, because I, like I said, I love Diamond and Pearl, and I really like the new way that they do the games. It's, it's I mean, that's your favorite one. So you also, they took they took a lot of they, they made a lot of like in game improvements, like like structural improvements that are great. Like I thought at first the XP share thing, where all the Pokemon in your party get XP, mm-hmm. versus the old games where 
either you had to do like I felt like the whole time I'm talking because Kendra never played right like the, the younger generation game. So the whole time I'm bitching like an old man, like back uh, in my day, yeah. I had to switch Magic Carp in the first Every, Pokemon and then switch uh, them out to get the XP. Like you couldn't even get the XP share until you like beat the Elite Four or something. And, yeah, and the XP share was for one Pokemon. And it was it, trash yeah. anyways. Yeah. It was just a waste. So like <laughs> now it's like you you throw a couple level ones in your party and they go to level 20 with one wild fight. So it's like, but yeah. also like I reason with myself and I'm like, you know what? Who cares if the game's easier? Like it's better. Like your Pokemon grow more. Like why yeah. make it harder? Like there's no benefit to this. Like this is for enjoyment. So I got over it. Actually, you know, what's interesting is I saw a Reddit post with that because like, like this it, it, james knows like it, it's the same argument every oh, they get easier or like the exp share is stupid i don't yeah. I, I, there's no parody like whatever um but like someone on like the, like the pokemon reddit posted a, a one that was like recent like a post recently and they were like i've played since like generation one and like hardcore like i've nuzlocked so for the listeners nuzlocke is when like it's a style of playing Pokemon where, like, when you in, like a, encounter a Pokemon, you either have to catch it, like, when you're in, like, the certain area, you have to catch a Pokemon from there, and then when they die, like, when they faint, you can never use them again. So that's um, just, like, a community game style. It's, like, a really hard, like, super challenging way to play Pokemon. Self-imposed hardcore. Yeah, so like it, people like and like accounts on YouTube and like Twitch will do it for like the old games or the new ones. Um, but like it's like the way that like like probably like the, the TV show would do it in a in this the same idea. Like you don't just keep the same team of six and switch one out every once in a while. Like it's like you kind of have to keep cycling through and like grinding in like the area and like the the wild before the gym before you can like go fight the gym. Um, and you like you really have to go hard. And, um, like, but the, the point of the, like, the person was saying is, like, it's gotten harder, like, to do that. And they were, like, I, so the, the person was, like, I don't know why everyone always says that, like, the games used to be harder. And, like, like they were, like, every, like, every generation, like, this, like, style of play has gotten extremely harder. <laughs> I, think, I think people forget that the game is still meant for kids, too. And, like, this is yeah. just... More like the hardcore people that play hardcore, that option is still there, you know? Right. Yeah. And you're right. Like, especially with like, not to be like today's generation of kids, but it's like, you know, like kids nowadays that have so many options, like more mm. than Pokemon, you probably don't want to have so many barriers to the game being mm. enjoyable. Like the HM thing where before yeah. you had to teach your Pokemon HM, like at first I'm like, wow, like you're getting, you're, you're getting lucky. Like there's no, like you can just learn these things and like, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. And it's like, you can, you can remember any move, like at any point. And I'm like, is that too easy? And I'm like, no, it's, it's better. Like it's more fun. It's, it's yeah, more, it's, it's easier. <laughs> Why? It's not a bad thing for it to be easier. You don't have to have a whole member of your six Pokemon limited team. That's just, just there HM. so they can fucking yeah. cut a tree down. The like, HM slave. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't need, you know, and I think it was a good teaching experience because it made me realize that you don't need to play the hardcore nuzzly version where you're like, Misty, somebody shot my Raticate. Right. I got to bury him in the backyard now. It's done forever. It's nuts. Uh, it's like the guy from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> they don't come back from here. You'll bury that blast toy, so come back. <laughs> That was an inside joke of people. <laughs> an inside <laughs> joke between us and the two million people that have watched Pet Cemetery. <laughs>
Oh, were you just specifically making like a Pet Cemetery Henry reference? Oh, no. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Henry. For those who don't know. Rest in peace, Tom. Rest in peace, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you you, um, pre-order Legends yet? You ask me that every time I talk to you. You always wait to see the bonuses, right? That's what you said. I pre-ordered um, it. I don't, so yeah, I don't give I, a damn. I was going to say, is like, I think I'm going to skip Diamond and Pearl because Sword and Shield don't have the Sin- like all the Sinnoh Pokemon. And like I, I wanted to like breed like all like the like my starters to be shiny and perfect IVs and stuff to play Diamond and Pearl again. And like ah, I, just, I put so much work into Sword and Shield that I don't want to like have to deal with that again. So I'll probably wait till till Legends Arceus. Um, mm. which I, I am yeah. wildly excited for because it Are looks you like get it's. That I don't even really know what that is, to be honest. I know that it's oh, it's the one where it's like a different, it's like more open. It's, it's like the it's like the next new main game. Yeah, basically, it's it's Sinnoh in like the past, like in the ancient, like not ancient past, like the the long past. Is it new Pokemon? Like, is it a there new generation are, of Pokemon? No, so it's it's. It's a different. Like the region has a different name. It's like Sinnoh before it was Sinnoh. Um, but they're doing Nisoy, region right? variants. Yeah, Nasoi. I think it's Nasoi. Yeah. Um, they're doing region variants. So like, they're gonna look different. Like some Pokemon are gonna look different like and like be looking. different types and so, like yeah, it, it's gonna be cool. I'm excited. Um, when does that come out? January. Yeah. yeah. And has their advertising check hit the Bite Thy Thumb account yet? Not yet. It has to now. Um, Otherwise, we'll, they're going to be in a lawsuit. Right. We'll just do a ROM of it, and they'll sue us for $100 million. Um, <laughs> Emu Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that feels like a good rap. I think, we, I think this, was a, this was a nice return for us. Yeah. Are we going to yeah. wrap it up like properly? Like, good yeah. night, guys. I'll do uh, it right love now. You. Love you guys. Good night, podcast. Well, it's time to go. Good go, night, podcast. podcast well, it's time, time to, to go. go. I hate to podcast, but I really must say. Sing it, boys. Sing it. Good night, podcast. All right. What a proper way to end our podcast. <laughs> it really two. is, isn't it? <laughs> we will uh, catch you guys next time and have a good week. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Ooh. And oh, James sh- Rose is going to play us out. Oh, absolutely. Oh. How could I He's forget? He's James Rose. Hit us with that jungle low. Go time. It's the big prize. Rose. Go long. Boy down. Get them rings now. Rose. Tough mind. Strong ties from a small town. Rose. Small fry. Keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time. Ain't so small now. Yeah. Have pride in high. Going strong now. Sharp team. Big round, round. Bring out the gloves. It's jungle, jungle love. It's jungle, jungle love. So bring out the gloves. Bring out the gloves. It's jungle, jungle love. Yeah. It's jungle, jungle love. Yeah. So bring out the gloves. See me when I'm on a browse. Just me and the Iggy team taking that.